0: Hey everybody, welcome into Domesticated Gamblers, three dads with our favorite picks of the day, coming to you each and every weekday. It's February 21st, 2023. I'm Eric. Hey, Sean is back and where... Hello he darkness,
1: at? my old
0: friend.
1: I've come to answer you again. I'm in the darkness like Sean was too. I hope you're feeling good like me. And the darkness... Risen and he's back again hey fish how are you big boy you doing good you feeling good
2: yeah i'm doing all right um i watched the show yesterday and i heard you say that strep throat wasn't a real thing uh so as someone who has suffered from this most of his life uh two to three times a year um I would honestly say it's not a good look to be coming on here giving medical advice. Um, That's a lawsuit I'm not looking for. And so I did a little research today Uh, worldwide. The CDC has estimated a death toll at half a million people die annually of strep throat. It also can cause long term health issues like heart conditions and other long lasting um, liver problems. So, uh, and I know this. Firsthand. So, uh, and then you say the NFL created COVID. And this is just not something that I'm looking for when it comes to uh, YouTube. This will be out there forever. I would go into the dark if I was you. Uh, you know, I'm sure your place of employment doesn't like that, uh, you know, talk about COVID. So let's just uh, keep the medical advice to the professionals and not Tito.
3: Yeah, as you probably may have known, I, I I did give a hot take yesterday related to all those things, and I did preface everything by saying I was totally kidding and it wasn't really legitimate, and that it was uh, it was all in fun. So, um, I you know I I do make light of certain situations, and while the Ulrich household is immune to a uh, strep, um, I do know that it's a it's a real disease, and uh, of course the NFL did not create COVID, and so if I offended anyone. You know, I do apologize and fish. I'm sorry that I maybe offended yes. you, but I thought I would uh I would introduce you uh like that in, in, from the darkness and into the light. I guess so that, I, I do apologize if I, I said it you. Uh,
2: I can't believe what I heard. Uh it was unbelievable to me. Um Dr. Ulrich here, I didn't know he has PhD from Lindenwood, but I guess he did.
0: Well, we have that marketing budget for the uh, Visa gift cards for our fans of the weeks and our commenters of the week. I might have to be going to hire an attorney. I don't know if they accept like $10 Chipotle gift cards as payment. I'm going to have to figure that out. <laughs> well, we're going to get away from Tito's medical advice and just remind people, if you're watching us on YouTube, to do us a favor and smash the like button, subscribe to our channel. It's a really easy way to help us out and uh, we can chat with you in the comments in our videos. So feel free to get involved with the show that way and uh, hit the notification bell too. So you get our videos as soon as we drop them uh, show also available on Spotify and Apple podcasts. If you listen on Apple, uh, take a minute, give us a five-star rating and write a quick review. We got a few of those on there. So thank you guys very much. I uh, could use a few more. So uh, if you're listening to the show, but want to watch us just go to youtube.com slash at domesticated gamblers. Uh, also on TikTok, I think uh, Tito's kids like take it, take control of that account. So you might see some interesting c- uh, content on there. Uh, just search domesticated gamblers to find us. And also follow us on Twitter, at Gambling Dad. So, so, Sean, like, how are you, or how are you feeling today otherwise? Or do you have any hot takes that, that you need to get off your chest here today?
2: Yeah, so uh, I'm feeling a lot a lot better. Um, throat's still a little swollen, but I can power through this. I've had it I don't know how many times in my life. Uh, my kid gave it to me this time. But, uh, yeah, the Battle Hawks talk from yesterday, you know, you two guys sit here and say, I'm not real interested, but... but but in five weeks, if they're 5 and 0, you both will be sending me call call call. Like every other St. Louis band. We're a bunch of suckers here in St. Louis. If they win, everyone will be good, wearing battle Hawks gear and saying call 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 getting drunk down at the dome. Everybody will be doing it. They'll be filling the dome with 50,000 people if they're 5 and 0 here in a couple of weeks. Guaranteed Tito will be one of them too. call call call. So I'm tired of the phony stuff. You guys are gonna love the Battle Hawks if they win. Let's just be real honest about it.
3: What a terrible take! Absolutely not. What a fraud of a league! It was a complete embarrassment on Sunday. My interest. I'm not talking
2: is- about the league. I'm talking about the fandom. And if they win, you'll be going call, call, call.
3: Not a chance, Tito. You know- yeah, so
2: well, you might not now because I called
3: you out is a far bigger fan. I'm not a bandwagon fan like you are, Daddy, when it comes to the bandwagon. Cardinals or when it comes to the Blues or any of this stuff. I got my fandom going on. It's the SCL City MOS team coming up. I got season tickets, I got far too much oh, interest you do. in that versus the caw-caw crap that you want to spew about. I'm not this so-called bandweather fan or whatever you want to call it, bandwagon fan that you are. Wolf. What a terrible take. I'm not going to be caw-cawing call, nothing. I'll be poo-pooing that take all day long. That's what I'll be doing.
2: I'm not no fairweather fan, bud. I've been a fan of the same teams I've always been since I've been a kid, and you can check with my family and mark it down, boy. I am not a fair weather fan. Never have, never will be.
0: Well, I'm going to be continuing on with the tradition of uh, agreeing with Sean on most points on the show, because Sean is correct. If they are 5-0, and <laughs> I will be on board. Uh, I did see their next game, as, as horrible as the football was, their next game is this Thursday night at 8 p.m. And as I mentioned before, 8 p.m. is my, my sweet spot for watching sporting events. The kid goes to bed right about 8 o'clock. I love me an 8 p.m. start. It's Thursday night. There's really not much else going on in the sporting world for me. I just checked the schedule. Uh, no college hoops that of interest for that night. I'm going to be watching the Battle <laughs> Hawks. Yes! I'm going to regret it. It's going to be 3-3 three three at halftime again, but God damn it, if they win and they're 2-0, oh, I'm in. F it. I'm See, in. I,
2: and you're 90% of St. Louis fans right now, and this Cronky joker says we can't support a team. We'll support Kalkoff if they win. Guarantee it.
0: Tito, are you gonna watch the game on Thursday night at 8 p.m.
3: after the kids are in bed? Absolutely not. Thursday night's a busy night for Tito. I got I got I got coaching duties going on. I got pickup basketball Thursday nights. I absolutely will not be watching this. Complete embarrassment of a league, terrible rules, total trash players. Like I said, getting players that were relevant back 15 years ago that have hot girlfriends or hot wives now. What a what an embarrassment of a league. Won't be interested, not interested, won't be interested on Thursdays. Terrible that the fact that the XFL, whoever schedules that, I got a bunch of problems with a bunch of schedulers. The CYC schedulers are complete trash. The XFL, you're, you're going to have the, the first three the first three games for the Battle Hawks with a city that supported this team. You're going to have it on the road. That first game should have been in St. Louis. To, it, if, if Sean is the so-called sharp that he is, he would notice that they didn't schedule the first three games on the road for a for, on re, on, reason. So it's a complete embarrassment. Well, I'm not going to say why, trash.
2: because I don't know why. There could have been already something pre-planned at the Dome. Who knows why? I'm not going to get into why Yeah, the, the, this or why they did that.
3: The tractor pool that was at the Dome this past weekend couldn't have been rescheduled. You're 100% right on that. There's nothing going on at the Dome over the next three weeks. They had Monster Jam there like a month ago. They had the RV or the, the car show a couple months ago. There's nothing going on at the Dome. Anyone that's in St. Louis knows that there's nothing going on at the Dome. And the fact that they can't book it for the first three weeks is a complete embarrassment of a league. The Rock and his so-called partner don't know what the hell they're doing. Complete trash league. We've given it way too much time and energy as it is on this show. This reputable show needs to be talking about more important things like college basketball or barge madness or arch madness, baby. That's what we should be talking about. Not this trash league, the, the XFL.
0: How about we talk about Tito's picks? Uh, maybe maybe Tito will want to stay in the XFL because Tito, you've had a rough patch here, buddy. Uh, one and eight over your last nine picks. Uh, Tito, your reaction and how do you respond from here? I mean, it, 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 it,
3: go figure, right? I'm not a gambling man. I don't really know what the hell I'm doing here. I don't know the difference between a one star and a three star play. My picks are just random Joe Joe public picks. I'm just looking at stats. I'm, I'm looking at what's going on, and I'm making my plays. Are my plays 100? percent No, absolutely not. The fact that I got off to such an astronomical advantage the first two months of the show, or the first month of the show, proves what what kind of what kind of fan I am. And the fact that I hit this rust match is no big deal. I'm still up like probably 50 g's. I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. My my points are on 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 point. My hot toilet takes are still fire. And everything that I say is 100% honest and truthful. So yeah, I, I went on a rough spot. What do you do? When you you were on a rough spot the first month of the season. Sean, he can't cash anything but three-star plays. When he goes head-to-head against Tito, he's a complete
0: embarrassment. Sean, you said this was going to happen to Tito. You said at some point the beginner's luck's going to wear off. Nothing that. Uh... How does he respond when adversity strikes? And he's not responding well so far.
2: yeah there's something uh i've been around jokers like tito my whole life who've been gambling for a little bit or especially well he's got a fake bankroll on this one but uh real real guys who gamble and you know everyone starts out hot and it's a little uh it's called every blind squirrel finds a nut and um that's where i'm at Uh, tito found a couple nuts on a knockout play that he hit and then he hit a three td player he pretty pretty close to even right now uh so you know i hope he continues to win because i'm always about uh sharing the love uh, you know i killed my ego years ago uh it's the best thing for me i should have nothing but love for you guys and uh hopefully tito can uh maybe maybe this will humble him a little bit and he'll show a little love to us and not attack us uh i think tito's gonna turn it around here tonight
0: Tito, you you are still up in the positive for february you were plus thirty dollars <laughs> you are 16 to 19 on the month plus 30 bucks Overall, still in first place, 32-28 and 28, plus $2,420. So you were still the leader in the clubhouse. This was going to happen at some point. It will happen to every single person. Have you given any thought at all to lowering your stars on some of these plays? Or are you going to just continue to hammer out these three-star plays? I mean, if I think it's a three-star play,
3: Danny's going to say it's a three-star play, baby. So you better take it with a grain of salt and better be – Fading Tito fast right now because Tito's on this one and nine, one and eighteen stretch. I don't even know what it is. It doesn't even matter to me. I'm throwing out these plays left and right. I'm not sitting back on my laurels like you guys are. Sean doesn't even pick for like eight weeks in a row. Eric is is sitting on his bankroll. I mean, these are complete embarrassments. I'm the only one actually throwing out any bets, any plays right now, and I'm I'm trying to do the very best I can, but again, folks. I'm not really a better. I'm not a gambler. So when I see a line that's negative, like, 220, I don't really know what that means. When I see that someone's getting plus points, I
1: say, okay, that looks good. Let's take the points. I don't even know what the three-star or two-star or one-star plays are. It doesn't even matter to me. If I think someone's going to hit, it's a three-star play, Jack.
2: You know, it's funny. You say a lot of things like uh, everything I say is 100% accurate, and then you say, you guys haven't made
0: any picks. We've made more picks than you. So that's just not truthful. Yeah. I, I feel really about Sean, you've now made 109 picks. You're 57 and 52, which I, that percentage is not where you want it to be. But three star plays have been outstanding. You're plus $1,610 overall. For February, you're 25 and 31 and plus $250. And I know you've said, Sean, and like this is not your time of year. Once the Super Bowl ends, you're kind of just kind of biding some time. I'm sure you'll hop into March Madness at some point. Probably not as not nearly as much volume as I will have, but just like tell me your perception of like, and I guess maybe even like on a serious note, like for a gambler that it maybe a sport is not their expertise or time of the year. Just kind of like, ah, eh, I don't really make my money here. Like, how do you really approach this both on the show and in real life?
2: Yeah, in real life, I learned the hard way uh, chasing these kind of games that I have no. You know, I'm not up to date on any any of these players where they're coming from. I don't know who's on these college teams at all. I have no clue. But in the NFL, I know almost every damn roster pretty fucking well. Uh, So that's where my edges are and that's where I'm going to live. But as a real life gambler, what I'm starting to do on the show is what I really do. you know the six, seven plays a night. It's just not for me when I don't have these edges. I, I, I don't know who the hell these guys are up shooting threes from half court. I have no idea. Uh, but like Eric said, a lot of times um, when March Madness rolls around, I, I want to gamble a little bit and I'll see where the public's at and I'll, I'll try to fade the public a little bit and try to get a good lean on a game or two. And then maybe we will take advantage of some three-star plays at that point. But um, Yeah, I'm still having fun with it. So I'm, I'm having a
0: good time. Yeah, I think too, like, I know you really thrive at at examining the markets of the public and the sharps and what they're doing and like on a, you know, February 21st, the Kent state ball state game night tonight. There's not exactly probably a ton of action on those. But once we get to the conference tournament starting uh, late next week, and then, especially the big tournament, you're, you can really, you don't have to know anything about college basketball. Just read the markets. Right? Exactly. Uh, you know,
2: I've been digging into college baseball a little bit. Um, also, you know, they have no split, sta- uh, split bets on that, on college baseball at all. So there's tons and tons of edges in college baseball right now as a gambler. Uh, I've been listening to VCN Network. Uh, some guys are digging into college baseball because it's available on DraftKings now. And these guys are getting excited about some edges that we can find. And so. I'm definitely going to be tuning in every day to that show to just try to get my head into college baseball a little bit, where we can make some money. Money, split money,
0: bets. You reference their split bets. What does that mean?
2: Uh, so you know when you when I showed you the scores and odds, and we have percentage of bets with percentage of money. So they call they call that split bets. So you know you got 63 percent of the bets, but you got 80 percent of the money. In college baseball, none of that's available. Um, so the books don't really know, and the public doesn't really know where the money's going.
0: Interesting another sport that I referenced the uh, Sean Kerner from the action network as a guy that I trust because he's not just like an analyst of like, oh, let me see how I think I have an opinion on this guy. He's like a, I don't know if he has a doctorate, but he's all about numbers data and analytics. And he crushes the WNBA. So, if you really want some to generate action, Tito. Tell some W I don't even know when their season is I don't even know if it's going on right now. <laughs> but WNBA Definitely not going on right now. A bunch of free agency going on right now, a bunch of
3: trades, bunch of people moving teams. And ESPN's trying to, their best to to make that market a a huge success for them cuz they got the rights. But yeah, nothing going on right now with the WNBA. That's in the that's in the summertime, big man.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. It looks like it it's a
3: start.
2: The ladies the need to get out there and support the WNBA.
0: Oh boy. I think we got to get away from this real quick. <laughs> We these really? women don't support their league. Did you see the ESPN uh anchor that got in trouble the other day for uh he was doing highlights of a women's game? Yeah. I did. And then the next game was a Michigan Michigan State men's game. He goes, okay, well, now let's take a look at the real basketball. I can't remember exactly what he said, um but yeah, that was, that was getting a little little dicey. You got to be careful. Remember Don Imus back in the day when he 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 made an unfortunate comment about the Rutgers women's basketball team and their and their hairstyles. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. I mean I would
2: love to see WNBA get going but um it's going to you know you got to have more support than just the males. We can only get so drunk in the bars and scream at sports for so many sports. You know, we got NFL, we got NBA, we got NHL, we got it all. So um <laughs> I love seeing the men with their shirts off, you know, getting drunk at, you know, in the bars, but come on in women, come on in, join us. We'll we'll show you the we'll show you the ropes. <laughs>
0: All right, I think Tito said we should move on to our question of the day. Uh, Sean, did you prepare one? I have one. If you don't, I
2: think that that's more controversial than uh, strep throat not being a disease. He would think.
0: (laughs) Well, Sean, do you? uh, I have one prepared. If you don't, do you have a question of the day for us today?
2: Uh, Yes, I do. Uh, This is one that um, a lot of barbecues. I've been over to Eric's house that he's always lacking in, and this is uh, top three condiments of all time. Whenever we go to Eric, well, he's a lot better about it now. But back in the day, it was just, just like ketchup only.
0: So top three condiments for a barbecue? Uh,
2: just uh, any of all time.
0: Mm. Tito, are you a condiment guy?
3: Oh. I would be sending this one on. I think I like uh, ketchup. I like uh, pickles. And um, I don't really have anything else for condiment reasons. I guess maybe mustard. Maybe for burgers, but I don't like anything. I, I like ketchup on a hot dog. I like ketchup on a burger. I like pickles on a burger. I like mustard on a burger. Um, And that's pretty much it. And it, here's a hot take, Daddy. I like ketchup on steak, too. Oh, it's going to break down right oh, now. Tito
1: likes ketchup on a steak. How dare he, how dare he do that, right, Sean? Oh, you're going to have a hot take for me, Daddy?
2: no you're a grown man child and i figured you like ketchup on your
0: steak (laughs) that does sound like a grown man child all right i think i have my answers so uh been working from home a lot more lately and uh so i'm eating i'm trying to eat better eating lunch at home so i'm buying a lot of lunch meat from the deli at schnooks and i've discovered this boar's head brand spicy chipotle spread i don't I'd, i'd have to go up to my fridge and grab it but it's like this orange bottle I put it on my roast beef and turkey sandwich with some cheese and some spinach. It is the right kind of spice. I love me some spice, so that's probably my number one in the clubhouse right now. Uh, Schnooks, I will uh, Schnooks, please sponsor our show. because I will just continue to plug you, the uh, Schnooks brand barbecue sauce. I just grilled out on a Sunday night, actually, Sean, and um, some burgers and some brats. And just the schnooks, I think it's a sweet and spicy or sweet and smoky, perhaps, a barbecue sauce. Really, really good. And then the last one, maybe a controversial take. So I'm usually a Chick-fil-A guy. Yes. But, I, but I, there was one day recently, I think it was just a, week, a couple weekends ago, that we were out and we drove by raisin Cane's. And we were all hungry, <laughs> me and my wife and my daughter. My little one loved the chicken tenders from pretty much anywhere. I said, you know what? We're going to raising Cane's. Living uh, it
2: up a little bit. What's that? Living it up a little
0: bit. <laughs> yeah, living it up a little bit. So I just, it's a very basic menu, which I enjoy. You can only get it like four combos you can choose from. And then there's a kids' meal. And they give you a sauce that comes with it. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's a mix of like ketchup and mayo and hot sauce or something. It was freaking outstanding. I was dipping the 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 uh, creaky cut fries in there. I was dipping the chicky tenders in there. It was terrific. I hadn't been to Raising Cane's in probably three or four years. I will be back. I enjoyed it. So I think those are my top three.
2: I like that. Very good top three. You've grown up in your condiment
0: days. I appreciate that. <laughs> I still don't eat ketchup and still don't eat mustard. All right.
2: <laughs> the, I mean, those are the classics, you know, those are the, the goats, but, um. You know, me being a millennial, mine are a little bit different. Um, Number one, give me the chick-fil-a sauce. It is phenomenal. Dip it in the French fries. Dip it in the chicken sandwich. Dip it in anything you want. Apples, oranges, who gives a shit. It is great. I love chick-fil-a sauce. We get like 50 of them in a bag anytime we get chick-fil-a. We got them in the fridge, leftover. Uh, Number two, sweet and sour from McDonald's. It is phenomenal. Best sweet and sour around. You get your fry, you dip it in the sweet and sour. It is Just the best and then number 3 is ranch. Uh, You can't go wrong with ranch. Anything ranch. It's the best. Everybody loves ranch seasoning ranch on this ranch on that. So those are my top 3.
0: I like that. Yeah, ranch. I think was like my gateway drug when it came to condiments because I was never a ketchup guy, never a mustard guy. But then I think I remember where I was at. I was at Seamus McDaniels. I don't know if you've been to that restaurant before in Dogtown. It's freaking outstanding. Uh, they are not bashful with the portions that you get of your sandwiches and your burgers and your fries. And they gave me some ranch with my fries and it started dipping the fries in the ranch. I'm like, this is really, really good. Yes. And then they started putting ranch in everything. Ranch, I would say, I, I still have to tip my cap to ranch. It's still, it's not my favorite because I have these other options now. Um, but yeah, the ranch, the ranch dressing or the, the ranch, you know, dip that you'll use for pretty much anything. A very versatile condiment. I'm a big fan of that.
2: It's so, the number one used condiment in America.
0: Is that right? Yes. I guess I shouldn't be surprised by that. Well, this food talk.
2: Chicken, you know, they have all kinds of ranch stuff now. Ranch salads, all this stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's that's a good go-to. Well, I'm going to give another question of the day because I'm enjoying the grab ass. And, Tito, you might have more hot takes on this. So, I know we had a show last week, I think, Sean, you missed, where we discussed three favorite brands of frozen pizza. And Tito's eyes lit up as if, like, he could he could ramble on all day about it, and I would have been happy to listen to it. But, Tito, here's another one for you, buddy. I still owe you guys burgers that I am ready to take you out to anytime to pay my January debt to you. So this got me thinking, Tito, the best three fast food burgers. So, you know, wow. if you had to have your choice of all the different burgers out there, if, you know, you just wow. you're out with the kids and I got to I got to take them somewhere and I'm going to grab a burger. What are your top three places of where you go to get one? Wow, I man, that's a great that's a
3: great uh that's a great question of the day. Far better than whatever fish just asked. That was a terrible question of the day. Terrible take. Well, and so um so man, um top 3 burgers from a fast food place. Man, you know, um jeez, like there's a there's a lot to be there, um lot to be desired there. Um I know for me, I will number three is gotta have to always be White Castle. Absolutely love White Castle. I wouldn't know if you would consider that a burger or a slider, but I'm considering it a burger. Absolute, you know, demolish about thirty eight, you know, White Castles in one sitting, man. And I just absolutely love them. the The onions are fantastic. The just everything about it. I love how it makes my butthole explode the next morning. Um, Absolutely delightful for me. Um, I love that. Um, number two, you know, I have to go with, um, probably five guys, five guys makes a great burger. Uh, I don't know if you would consider that fast food, but you know, that's something I get, you know, when I consider fast food, but that's an absolute monster of a burger. They also loaded up with, you know, with different, uh, pickles and all that fun stuff. And, and just the, uh, the thickness to it, you know, the, the double burger is just delightful for me. And then number one clear cut. It's a no-brainer. It's an insta insta ship, insta call Wendy's. Wendy's has a phenomenal burger. Um, the square is is awesome. The thickness, the juiciness. I've never had a bad Wendy's burger um ever. Um, I just absolutely demolished those two. One burger fills me up within about 30 seconds. But uh yeah, absolutely delightful. Those are my top three. And uh, if you guys have anything else. It's the complete frauds. Um, don't even consider what the what these guys are going to tell you, folks. Tito knows his uh, his burger game and his fast food burger game. Rest assured, there's a lot of stories behind each one of those different picks. And so, don't listen to these jokers if there's anything different.
0: You have any have thoughts on this one?
2: Uh, he said, "Don't don't say anything." So <laughs> it goes over, I guess. Uh, it's over. Top three. Fast food burgers, man, I don't really eat burgers anymore, hardly at all. um but I have devoured a lot of burgers in my day. I would have to go with number one well, I don't know, let me think about this. Why don't you go ahead, Eric?
0: All right, I am prepared, Tino, I agree with you on the Wendy's call. It is number three on my list though, so my daughter uh she loves Wendy's. And she loves number two on my list which i'll give out in just a second because i'm getting better at teasing i agree the wendy's burger i don't know what it is it's the patty it's just like it's like the square almost like a, i get a double stack usually when i'm there and it's it's on the value menu i get a plain double stack and it's these two burgers that are not like full-size huge burgers but uh you get get a little bit of american cheese and it's just like the perfect amount i don't know what it is but it's it's just so good so I'm a big Wendy's guy anytime I I really want something want one of those or number two on my list which is culvers I would just ask Andy like hey uh you know I was thinking about going to get something to eat where do you want to go because I know she's going to say Wendy's or culvers Tito I can't believe you don't like culvers the butter burger it's so good it is you can taste the the buttery bun on it and yeah. then you pair it with those Wisconsin cheese curds oh my god it's just so so good. A cheese curd is my favorite side uh, as opposed to any kind. Give me, I, I love fries. We could—we need to have a fries question of the day on one oh, of these. Yeah. Tito has a very particular uh, taste, taste buds, I think is what he has. But Culver's, I just had it this weekend. It was quite the treat. If the flavor of the day is on point, you get that as well. You just load it up and you feel really good about yourself after you're done. And the number one answer for me, Tito, I don't know if you've had this one yet. Uh, they're not as you know uh around as wendy's and culver's or you know not as as common but shake shack shake shack has a location uh down in the central west end there's another one in chesterfield that's just pretty close to my hood but i've not been to this one yet but just uh the the burgers are phenomenal uh you know you gotta get some fries and some ice cream with it as well don't have it often maybe just a couple times a year Uh, but shake shack you cannot beat it so those are my Top 3, Wendy's, Culver's and Shake Shack. Uh, Sean, how about you?
2: Yeah, number 3 for me is Culver's. Uh, The mushroom and Swiss burger is phenomenal. Um, Their bun is just the best with the the butter bun. It's great. Uh, I I forgot about Culver's. That is a go to of mine. Uh, Number 2, a forgotten favorite here in St. Louis, Steak and Shake. Oh man, Ooh. I love a good steak and shake burger. Been in there plenty of nights, buzzed up, getting me a double cheeseburger with some fries. And uh number one, Eric, Shake Shack. Uh we tried that bad boy out when it first opened up. I I don't even know, three or four years ago. Uh just love the cheese sauce that goes on there. Ooh, oh yeah, my god. Yeah. Just shake shack. You get a shake with your burger. Oh fuck, it is great. <laughs> I would love to eat that shit all the time, but I'll die
0: soon if I do. Tito, I think you forgot about how Sean and I just agree on everything, and we just leave you out in the pasture. Or you're getting I, a reminder here today. Yeah,
3: it's it's totally common. I was I was used to it. I'm kind of totally used to it now. I knew that you know our uh, our our bromance over the last week or so, when 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 this guy totally deserted us for the darkness, it wasn't gonna last very long. So. And, you know, we, we've met our, we've met our maker today and so you guys can have your bromance back and, uh. And slob over each other's knobs all day long. It's totally fine with Tito.
0: You asked
2: about Tito's taste buds and they are as a child, a child's taste buds is what he has. Ketchup, mustard only, um. You can tell he's the baby in the family. Mommy and daddy never made him try his vegetables.
0: You know, I feel like I haven't had a Jack in the Box in a long time. Uh, oh. I you know you're very fond of Jack in the Box back in the day, and this gets gets back to our Battlehawks conversation. I don't know if you guys saw this. So, because the Battlehawks won on Sunday, uh, for the rest of Sunday and all day yesterday on Monday, they had a promotion with Jack in the Box where you get two free tacos with the purchase of a drink. Now, this probably seems like a little bit of a ripoff because the, I feel like the drink purchase is they're really just trying to get you right there. You know what I mean? I don't i don't need a soda. I, I want water if I'm going to get uh, uh, get some fast food. But I saw the Jack in the Box promo. I go, OK, Battlehawks. Hawks, I, th- I think they know their demographic. They want those men in their 20s, 30s and 40s uh, to enjoy some Jack in the Box, get liquored up. And then cheer on the Battle Hawks to victory. Fuck it. I'm going to watch the game on Thursday. I'm going to be excited. (laughs) I'm ready for it. Sean, did you watch the game or did you follow it? I'm assuming you saw the highlights, but what's your take on the game itself?
2: I didn't watch any of it besides when I walked into the basketball game on Sunday. They had it going on. I walked over there. I watched the very last play of us getting the win. Tito told me it was pretty bad. Uh, Some guys at work told me it was pretty bad, 100 yards of offense or something like that. So – I haven't watched it all. I probably won't watch because um, I don't really get bought into bandwagon stuff. Um, I, I kind of just I just know Eric. I know Tito will be call on as well. He's He says he's not right now, but he will be by the end of the year. He might even be at the stadium with a big battle hawk painting on his chest. That's the kind of fandom that he is. Uh, so we'll see what ends up happening here by the end of the year. <laughs>
0: Tito, I guess we can talk about this next week, but its I just cannot stop thinking about the MLS. And I don't care if this show's trying to reach everyone outside of St. Louis. It's like the only thing on my mind is this game on Saturday night against Austin, the, the season opener. Is that on the road? It's on the road. Uh, the home opener is uh, my birthday, March 4th, Saturday. Tito, I know you will be in attendance. Uh, like, What is your plan for a St. Louis City SC game day? I, I guess whether it's on the road or at home, like, what's your plans for how to attack the day?
3: Yeah, so I was blessed enough to get season tickets. Obviously, I've been I've been telling people that you know ever since the show started. and I've been you know, shining it to the moontops. So I'm super excited. It's going to be awesome. You know, we went to the exhibition game back in November with some family and friends, and it was amazing seeing seeing City Park and seeing it lit up and seeing all the fans in there with their with their scarves and with their kits is is awesome. It's going to be amazing. Um, it's going to be simply awesome. I I, I can't wait. Um, you know, having season tickets with my brother, um, you know, it's something that we're we're doing together. Um, it's a it's a huge thing for us. Um, our dad introduced us to soccer. We lost, lost my dad a couple of years ago. I know how excited he was whenever they announced that the MLS team, MLS team was coming. Um, he was going to be our third guy to go to the game with us um, next Saturday night, but uh, we're going to honor his memory by taking my other brother. And we're going to, you know, it's going to be great on game days. We're going to, Head down there early in the afternoon. Head up a spot, you know, across the street, Maggie O'Brien's, which is a local bar that they totally redid. And um, gonna, you know, obviously, you know, go over there and have some drinks and just really, really get fired up for the game. On uh, on away games, you know, you know, the MLS does it right. If you're season ticket members, you get the MLS package with with Apple Plus for free, and so we get a free subscription to all the MLS games. So my brother and I are going to be. You know, spending a lot of time together, watching those games together, and uh, sharing that uh, that account. And so, yeah, that's what the plan is this Saturday night. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think they're going to be a great team, even if they're not a great team. It's going to be an electric atmosphere over the next several years, and uh, they're going to bring a championship here to St. Louis. Hopefully, within the next five or five to ten
0: years. Yeah, I really hope so, man. And I still I, I looked again for it last night. I still cannot find it. If someone out there watching this can find uh, point totals for MLS teams where you can bet the over or the under for the season. My God, please drop a comment because you want to ship the over on the St. Louis City SC point total, Sean. I don't know if you saw this. They have the worst odds of any team in the league to win the MLS Cup, which means they're going to have the worst. You know, it's
2: expansion team, so right. I wouldn't expect anything less. You know, anytime a brand new team comes in the league, I think NHL does MLS. Do they do the rules like the NHL does where you get to pick team, players?
3: Well, that's with any team. Any, any team that goes in, yeah, there there is uh, there is a format and an expansion draft with every major uh league team. So the NHL has done it, NBA has done it, MLB has right. done it. So they've all done it. So yeah, there was that there was that aspect to it for MLS, and then there was also the super draft where they could pick uh college, you know, college players.
2: Historically, the NHL expansion teams always do better. Than most of the other teams, uh, any, you know, NFL, NBA, they've all really struggled. I don't know if that's because of the caps are smaller in the NHL, so the pay difference. You know, they're trying to unload better players later in their contracts or what.
3: They've made some adjustments. So yeah, when when Vegas was introduced to the NHL, you're right. Historically, expansion teams in the NHL were were off to hot start hot starts, but. They revamped everything after Vegas made it to the, the cup finals and they redid it when Seattle got introduced. To the I got league. so. It. So, yeah, but yeah, they, they've adjusted that, you know, that's a angels still, a, you know, garage league as well. What a fraud of a league that is. That is another hot take daddy. And so, yeah, so MLS does it the right way, just like all of the other major sports. So if we could find lightning in a bottle, like the battle Hawks were back in 2020, you know, maybe something like that could happen, but I was telling everyone yesterday that. Bradley Carnell the MLS coach for the for for the city is um he's got a lot of experience with MLS teams he was an assistant coach with New York and so he's got a lot of success there and uh, they're doing it the right way they're building it the right time the right way is fantastic they get they're going to build be, be built on defense and so it's going to be really exciting to watch for sure
2: yeah you know it's good for the region uh to have xFL and MLS uh summertime's going to be popping Spring, you know, spring, it's, it's going to be good for downtown revenue, baby.
0: I can't wait for it. Uh, I'm going to have to put a bet on the first game, especially if I can't. If I can find this this point total bet I want to make, I could just, just bet on that and I'm good for the season. But I just looked at the odds of Bovada. So Austin is minus 195 on the money line uh, on Saturday night. Uh, you, you bet the draw, it's plus 350. And if you if you want to bet on City to win the game, Tito, you can get plus 500. So you do a, a a three-star play on City to win their season opener at Austin. Bet three bet 300 to win 1500. Something to consider, clearly, I'm just saying.
3: Yeah, so clearly you don't really re- remember my play for Lindenwood, my very first official play for the show. I went I let my fandom take over and uh it 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 backfired on me obviously. Lindenwood complete fraud of it in university when it comes to athletics. You know they have a great mass communication programs that tito is an alumnus for and I absolutely love their mass communication department but when it comes to athletics and besides soccer uh complete fraud of a of a of an athletic program there i hope you see this lindenwood come at me baby drop a comment on this you're a terrible fraud division one program you're never going to make the tournament you're an absolute fraud Whatever Ohio Valley, whatever conference you're in, that's a trash conference. You're terrible. This is absolutely an abomination. So no, Tito will not be betting on the MLS team. My fandom is is right there as a fan. I know exactly where my where my where my hedges are, where my my edges are, and so I won't be doing that. I've had the opportunity to go for Dookie a couple of times, have not because again, huge fan. Don't want to have that impacted with the outcome and have my fandom be questioned and so you'll see me make plays on these embarrassments of universities like Kansas I'll be betting on Kansas one way or the other because they're a complete fraud of a of a university as well so big whoop. there you go tagger your 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 daily Kansas
0: university fraud there you go I hit all the buzzwords for you tagger Big win for the Jayhawks last night. I will say I, uh, I did live bet the Jayhawks. Uh, I got a little bonus bet opportunity that was presented uh, to me. I shipped it on the Jayhawks last night uh, live uh, late in the game. I knew they were going to get that thing done, and, and indeed they did. So it, it, the gambling's been going well lately. I'm seeing the board well, and it is time to get to the picks. I do not have the honors today, though, because if you just trace it back, uh, Sean actually gets to go first, even though he hasn't made a pick since Friday. Uh, uh Tito and I have lost money since then. So Sean, if you are ready or unless you need more time, um I think I gave the records out earlier in the show. So if you're ready to give out your picks for tonight, uh, feel free, my friend.
2: I need um a few
0: minutes. All right, no problem. We just uh Saint Louis City I w- I'm up next cuz I've I've lost uh, less than Tito lately. Uh Saint Louis City SC is going to be providing me a lot of emotional risk management opportunities as the season uh, draw uh, continues on. I have an emotional risk management play tonight that I'm going to give out here in just a minute. Uh, I did push in my only play yesterday with the over in that Ducks Panthers game. Uh, So didn't lose any money yesterday. I have one play in the NHL tonight. Uh, This is one that I initiated myself. It's gotten the Godson tie stamp of approval, Uh, Vancouver and Nashville over six and a half. Uh, this is a 10-0 run that the Canucks are on uh, with their games going over six-and-a-half goals. It's also hitting 16 of their last 18 games, so I'm just going to continue to ride that, and if it loses, it loses. Uh, I'm going to do a one-star play on that one. It's a minus-125 on BetMGM. Three-
1: what a, a complete, what a shock. Oh, God, so I've done approval on an over of six-and-a-half in the NHL. Oh, my God, color me surprised. Well, guess what, Eric? We're coming over the top on you, Daddy. We're taking the under on that. And there you go. Another three-star play for Tito. We got to get this train back on the right track. We got to get up to over 10K before a And let's go, baby. We're coming
0: over the top on you, Daddy. I love it. I love to hear it. It'll make the game exciting, to track tonight. Uh, when you're giving your picks out, Tito, I'm going to find the odds on that so we know what, what you're laying. But I would imagine you're getting plus money on that. Uh, I do have three bets in college hoops tonight, so I got a lot of action. So maybe some one of you be coming over the top on me. Now, these are all one-star plays. I'm taking Xavier, Tito's favorite team. Xavier, minus four and a half. I'm taking East Carolina, minus two. And I'm taking Mississippi State on the money line at Mizzou. Uh, you can find that at plus 155 on FanDuel. That is a mix of emotional risk management and the fact I just think this is a bad matchup for Mizzou. Uh, Bulldogs play very similar to Texas A&M, and we saw how that worked out for Mizzou this past weekend. Uh, Tigers also scored only 52 points in Starkville in the first meeting this season. And if Mizzou loses this game, like, look out, because there are some other teams that are surging right right now, Mizzou might end up on the bubble if they have a bad loss in one of their final three games. After tonight. So, that's what I got for college basketball tonight.
1: Well, guess what, everybody? Tito
0: coming back over the top
1: with that Mizzou pick, complete for all of a pick. How can you be taking... Mississippi State on the road at M I Z, complete fraud. Mizzou gonna get right late tonight, and we're gonna take the money line. We're gonna go three star play. They're gonna make it right. They're gonna hit their three point shots. They're gonna hit their free throws. We're gonna go back with M I Z. Let's go M I Z. Let's go, Kobe Brown. I gotta have you drop 35 tonight, and you gotta hit your free throws. And let's go, Mr. Gates. Uh oh, baby, you're gonna be on the bubble if you lose this game. Like said, oh, oh. So we're gonna take my three-star
0: play money line over the top on Eric. I so hope you were right on this. I want to lose this this one-star play, just a one-star play, so badly because I'm starting to get nervous. I, if, if they lose this game, it's not the worst thing in the world. But their last three games are at LSU, at Georgia, at home against Ole Miss. It, there's a really good chance they drop one of those two road games against bad teams. And if that happens, it's bubble time, and I just it makes me really nervous. I, I really want to watch this team in the tournament uh, a few weeks from now. Real quick, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm running a little bit long. Champions League tomorrow, uh, Inter Milan against Porto. I'm going under two and a half goals for a one-star play. Uh, that's minus one thirty-two on Bovada. Also, have a pending three-star play in the Champions League. I have that parlay on Man City and Napoli to qualify for the next round. That's a minus one fifty-three. Uh, Napoli had their 1st leg this afternoon. They beat Frankfurt on the road 2 to nothing. So that's off to a great start. Man City's in action tomorrow against RB Leipzig in their 1st leg. So that's all I got. Uh, Tito, as we mentioned earlier, uh, in your 1st rough patch here uh, for the year, losing 8 of your last 9, gave out the records earlier. You got 2 picks. You're sharpshooting me on already. Anything else you got tonight? And my plan was to sharpshoot you tonight. I was
1: gonna sharpshoot fish, but we're running late on time. So those are my two plays for
0: tonight, Daddy. All right. I thought you were gonna hop on Xavier with me. I thought that was your pet team. Well, maybe you'll sharpshoot Sean on one of his picks. Uh, Sean, are, are you ready to give out any of your picks for this evening?
2: I am. I'm gonna start with the college baseball. Uh, a futures bet here, a thirty to one. We're gonna go with TCU to win the title. Uh, we can get that at thirty to one. Um, uh, visa Network threw me on that one, and um, I like the guy's information, you know, backing that up. So we're going to put that out there, thirty to one, one star play. Uh, Eric, I'm going to join you on East Carolina. I had it at one and a half. Um, I saw it at one and a half.
0: Keep going. I'll I'll track it.
2: Okay. Um, and then we're going to go with Texas A&M money line minus one fifty for a one star play. Then we're going to go to an emotional game tonight for Michigan state. First time back after the shooting. And we're going to take Michigan state tonight and we're going to take that money line as well. Minus 160 for a 1 star play. Um, this is kind of 1 of those Buffalo bills situations here. I just don't see Michigan state losing this game outright. Yeah. And Tommy
0: Izzo needs it, man. He needs it bad
2: and it's a revenge game. So, um. Give me that. Then give me Baylor, money line, minus 130 for a one star play. And then we're going to throw a little parlay in there tonight. We're going to go with a two team. This is a two star play, minus 134 parlay. We got Texas, money line, and we got Xavier, money line on the parlay.
0: All right, very good. I like that. I do see East Carolina minus one and a half, but you got to lay minus 115. Do you want to do that? Or do you just want to take the two?
2: We'll take the two.
0: All right. So we're on the same one on that one.
2: And I give you A&M as well, right? Yep. All
0: right. A M on the money line.
2: Over the top, Tito. Don't take it, Daddy. Feel pretty good tonight.
0: Yeah, a lot of action tonight. Tito, I'm still trying to find your odds. Give me give me a hot take on something.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, you want a hot take? These kids at school, my kids had an early dismissal day. What the hell is going on with early dismissals? Why do we keep sending kids to school and having them take it out early? I don't understand it. What
2: a complete you, that is. I'll give you a hot take on that. Uh, our school district's talking about going to four days a week.
1: Don't stick your tongue out, brother. We should be be going to school 365 days a year. There should be no summer breaks. Tito never had summer
2: breaks. I had to walk to school. There was no buses. I had to buy new. You're talking about four days a week, school week. Are you kidding me? Off every Friday? Come on. These teachers don't work during the summer. Now they need Fridays off so they can workshop. Get out of here. boy. Just keep going up. Cut more hours at school.
0: Only way the four-day school week's going to work is if they do a four-day work week. God, I want that to happen in my working lifetime, but I'm not sure we're going to get it.
2: Someone's got to work the weekends to keep it going, though.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Tito, both your plays coming over the top of me, you can find them on DraftKings. I give you plus 115 on the under in the Vancouver-Nashville game, and the Mizzou money line's minus 165. That's the best you can find. Uh, So make sure to get all this documented. We'll throw it on the pick tracker at the end of the show. So if you're enjoying the show today, uh, make sure you hit the like button, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, hit the notification bell so you're getting our videos as soon as we drop them. And uh, something else I'm probably forgetting. About One you.
2: last thing, I am super excited uh, for our flag football team. We are getting released the rosters tonight. So I can't, I've been checking my email nonstop. I hope I get some great talent this year. We're gonna be running some reverses, some flea flickers. I'm super excited. I'm gonna bring home a title this year, baby.
0: So you're the head coach of this ball club, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. Last year was my first year. We went uh, seven and three. Wow. Yeah, Co- yeah.
0: That's some coach of the year opportunity right there. Yeah, team- team-
2: going, going against the high school head coach, though. He's tough. He's tough.
0: I remember you saying, Sean, like, because all the times we complain about bad coaching in the NFL, just uh, like, these guys don't know what the hell they're doing. And then you're down there like, Oh, God, I'm just trying to focus on the next play call and all that, right? Like, oh, yeah, it was
2: like it? total blinders going on. It's like, what's going on? It took me like four or five games to get the, the feel of everything. Like, I need a timeout right now. All right, let's relax.
3: Man, I can give a hot take, but I'm going to stay
0: away. I know we got to wrap it up. Wow. Uh, we will wrap it up. Be remind...
2: Tito, you're the best coach. We know, we know.
0: <laughs> Tito's a seasoned vet now as a head coach. Just remind people, you can listen to the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you do listen or want to watch us, go to youtube.com slash at Guys, I did en- enjoy the show today. I enjoyed the sports talk, the, the food talk. It's getting me really hungry. Uh, remember, guys, if you're enjoying the show as well, please share the show with your friends and family. Share our videos on social media. We want to continue to grow this thing. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. For another episode of Domesticated Gamblers, for Sean, for Tito, I'm Eric. Thanks for being with us, guys, and we will see you tomorrow.
2: Yeah, let's catch.